This My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Rolls-Royce of barbell monitoring technology, the GymAware. Guys, in-season training, we rock the GymAware all the time for quite a few reasons. The first, of course, is just that, the ding. Every time the athlete hears that, they know that they're hitting exactly what we need from them at that moment. And when they don't hear it, it brings out that extra little bit of competitiveness within themselves. On top of that, that awesome ding ends out bringing together the athletes as well, pushing each other and getting each other to be able to hit numbers that they probably wouldn't hit at that portion of the year. And finally, of course, that ding helps us monitor, manipulate, and keep track of volumes and intensities so we can best dose our athletes during the season at the right time with the right amount. Guys, hop over to kinetic.com.au and check out what Evan and the team down there have because this is absolutely a sensational product that's changed the way that we've trained our athletes. This edition of My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Valve Performance, the team behind the Nordboard, Force Decks, the Groin Bar, and Human Track. Guys, the most important ability for all of our athletes is availability, and that's the absolute goal of Valve Performance, is to provide solutions to performance professionals so that we can get the right information to make the right decision at the right time for the betterment of the athletes that we get to work with. To do this, guys, they have a wide range of validated products that focus on usability and having being founded by the School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences at the Queensland University of Technology, they're extremely evidence-based and they're beyond transparent. I can tell you that our time using the Nordboard and being involved with Forstex we have been introduced to so many amazing people that have truly helped us become better coaches, have a better understanding, not just of the technology, but also what we're doing with our athletes. So make sure you hop over to valperformance.com today to make sure you check out what they got. It's going to make you better and to do better by your athletes. Hey, everybody. If you enjoy the podcast and the content that it provides, make sure you hop over and check out the all-new Strength Coach Network. The Strength Coach Network is a combination of the CVA SPS community and the Rugby Strength Coach community, bringing you what is sure to be the Internet's leading resource for continuing education for strength and conditioning professionals. Combining these two resources has allowed us to bring some of the best content from some of the best minds in the world together for your one-stop shop to better improve the continuing education for not just yourself, but your entire staff. Bringing together all of the lectures from the Rugby Strength Coach community, along with the lectures exclusively done for the Central Virginia Sport Performance community, and all the lectures performed at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar, make this an absolute must for performance coaches around the world. The world-class lectures at the Strength Coach Network are not all that you'll see as well. The discussion in the forums and the support and the career guidance from some of the top practitioners in the world, from people all over the world makes this an absolute must and a great place for you to network, learn, and grow as a performance professional. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS, that's C-V-A-S-P-S, to get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. We're sure you're going to find great value in the Strength Coach Network and are really excited to have you involved. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS to check it out today. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And today, guys, I'd kind of like to take a step back and talk about some things that have been pretty uh, vocal on social media of late. 
and, and how they fit into this time of year. You know, when, when we're looking at this time of year from right around Christmas until early February, and that is where, you know, there's a lot of people making moves. There's a lot of people because of the ups and downs of the college athletics landscape and the college football landscape where coaches are making moves and people are, whether it be picking up a new position or moving on to a new position or moving out of a position, there's a lot of people, you know, transporting themselves around the country. And that's that's great for them. If it's a better opportunity, kudos, hats off, and super excited for people that are getting better opportunities. But I think that when we're looking at these opportunities, there's one thing that we, we really need to remember, and that is that, I mean, really, for the most part, half of those are people moving into positions where, for one, one reason or another, the team was not very successful, so it's really not moving into maybe like the best situation possible. Um, maybe we'll call it a rebuild or whatever, or you know, um, a transformation stage for a program. You know, whatever we want to use to to call these situations now. You know, and when coaches make these moves to these more transformational type things, or even ones, you know, because you got to figure that you're moving into this situation because you're leaving a spot that things have been successful and you have been doing things really well. Um, so half of them are going to be good situations. But more often than not in any of these situations, what we hear all too often is that the strength coach comes in and says, well, you know, I know X, Y, or Z about this place, but we had to change the culture in order to fit what we were doing. Or we had to change... Um, how we do things to the way we do things now, not the way that things used to be done. And that's a scary thing to say. Um, and I bring that up and say that this is a scary thing to say because what has been so adamant and prevalent in the news of late, because when we start talking about changing the culture or teaching people how to work or whatever it may be like that, we're looking at, more often than not, unfortunately, putting these student-athletes in situations where we're looking at extreme workloads, right? Or we're work looking at teaching them how to push and teaching them how to, to battle and, and putting them through really hard workouts so that they understand that we mean business and, and all of those things. Now, before I go too far, yes, Having these athletes understand that they can push harder than they did before and that they're able to do more than they think they can and that they understand that there's more inside them than they've had come out in the past is 100% part of what a strength and conditioning coach can do. It's definitely something that we as a profession, a vocation, a field, whatever we want to call it, can have a positive impact on the student-athletes that we get the pleasure of working with. But with that being said, there are reasonable and respectable and responsible ways that we can do that. And I think that all of us really do know that. At least, I hope so. But the problem is, is we don't have any sort of, like, 
we love to compare ourselves to sports medicine, to, to athletic trainers, and say we have X amount of strength coaches, but we have Y amount of athletic trainers, and they do this, that, and the third, and don't do all of these other things, and we need to do all this stuff, and we need to be as invested. But one thing that they do have that we don't have is this whole idea of best practices. And I think that that's something and a direction that we need to go. Now, this isn't a shot or a call-out or anything like that to the CSCCA or the NSCA or whoever it may be that, that are the people that are these governing bodies. I think that this is something that we, as practitioners, need to kind of start with. Um, and I do understand that there are challenges because if that head coach hired you and said, you need to come in and, and weed them out or you need to you know, change the culture or change how we do things or push them or whatever. Like I understand that that's kind of being put between a rock and a hard place. Um, but we need to be able to do so in a manner at which we don't put them in, put them as in the student athletes in these situations where we are compromising them. Now, I can hear people saying this as well. But what if there are things that the athlete is doing to emphasize these negative things that could occur? Fair. Fair question. Fair statement. I don't know the answer to that. I don't think that we'll ever have an answer to that. I think that we're always going to need to be the ones to make the changes because of the w landscape of the world when it comes to social media and things like that, and the fact that we need to make sure that their welfare and health is, is at the pinnacle of everything that we're doing. You can always come back and perform what you were supposed to do again another day if the kid is unable to do what they need to do today. That's just something that we need to be able to, to positively and correctly communicate with a, our sports medicine staff, as to what we're trying to do, what we want to do, what the goals of the program are. If there is that re-educational model going on, you know, having them in our corner, understanding what we're trying to do, and having, you know, exit strategies as to how we can do this better and safer. And on top of that, having the dialogue and the education to the coaching staff that they understand why we may or may not be doing this with specific kids all the time, every day. Because let's say, for example, and we all know this, right? Like a kid goes and parties his or her face off all weekend, and you come in and you've got a grinder on Monday. Well, if it's going to be this terribly hard workout and they're already dehydrated and whatever else because they haven't been sleeping or eating well and all these things, and they're super struggle bussing, and like you keep pushing them, that's when bad things happen. We need to be able to take that step back and say, yo, Johnny or Jenny or whoever it is, you got to go. You're out today. We're going to do this again another time. And you have to be able to, A, have the power and ability to do that, to have that and say, you need to go. You're not going to work out today. You can't do what you need to safely Shame on you, really, for this. You're going to have to try this another time. And B, you, you kind of have to have the guts to do it. Because that's not going to be easy.
that's not going to be easy to go to a head coach when you're trying to teach the team how to be. Say, I had to kick this person out because they weren't doing, they didn't do what they were supposed to do prior, but they're going to come back and do this again later. It takes guts for you to say that to them. It takes guts for you to be able to come back and do it again to them. And it's going to be a hard conversation with that kid so that you can explain to them what, why, and how they weren't allowed to be part of what the whole rest of the team did. And on top of that, it's probably going to be a good idea for you to tell the whole team why that person didn't do that so that they understand, so that it's not just like, oh, well, they got out of it. No, they're coming back tomorrow, and they're going to do it when they're you know, darn well ready to do it. But we're not going to put you guys in a situation where we're going to wreck you. The workout may be freaking crazy hard, and it may break them off, and it may be a super challenge. But you know what's going to be even more challenging? When John or Jenny has to come back tomorrow and do it by themselves because they weren't able to finish it today. So I think that looking back at all these things and understanding where we are going and and how we are as a field, do I feel as though some of these cultural changes can occur by allowing these kids to learn how much more they can work and how much more they have in their tank? 100%. And this is coming from the 1 by 20 guy. Yeah, I think we can do that. I 100% think, I know we can do that. Because it instills that belief, that confidence, that understanding that, wow, maybe I do have more in me. Wow, maybe I am better than I thought. Wow, maybe we, uh, maybe, you know, that short fat guy in the basement isn't just yelling at me because he's a prick. Maybe he actually is right and I got more. But I also think that we owe them the responsibility of being able to do it in ways on their terms. Because if we end out pushing them too far too fast, that's when we get in trouble. Now, I'm not saying, oh, well, just pull the plug all the time. No, 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 no. But you also have to be smart enough and educated enough and on board enough with your sports medicine professional to understand when to pull the plug on a kid and tell them, we need to try this another day because you're not going to finish this today. Because we're not going to put you in that situation. And that kid also has to realize that that more than likely could be their fault that they're not finishing it because they took all the break off and all they did was party or they haven't worked out and done the packet or communicated with you how to come in prepared. So I guess that that's just where I see this right now. We see the coaching carousel spinning and it's great that there are people getting opportunities to move on and have better opportunities to provide for themselves and their families. But I think that when we talk about changing culture, it's very well possible. But we need to be careful about how we do it. Change culture through education, not through going to war with your kids. As always, guys, appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. See you then.